Welcome to the Vitality Radio Podcast, your source for the truth about health, wellness, and real alternatives to drugs, surgeries, and the status quo of healthcare. Here, you'll find information that empowers you to take control of your health. But it's not just about health and wellness. It's about the politics of healthcare and protecting your health freedom. Now, here's your host, Jared St. Clair. You know, it's Veterans Day, and uh, so that's a, that's a big day for many of us, and it maybe ought to be a big day for all of us. I think sometimes these days come and go, and we don't think too much about them. We remember why we have this day in the first place to honor our veterans. Now, this Veterans Day thing does get a little confused with Memorial Day for a lot of people. Memorial Day, uh, we remember those who died. Veterans Day, I think a lot of us also do quite a bit of that, uh, but we also want to honor those who've served uh, or currently serve and who are still with us uh, as they um, uh, do their best to do their duty or, uh, of course, as we remember the uh, duty that the, that they served. So on Veterans Day today, it's a little different for me. My dad's a veteran, and he's been gone now for almost eight years, and uh, he uh, fortunately never had to fight, uh, but he did serve. And, of course, every Veterans Day, I remember my old buddy, Colonel Jack, who uh, up until very recently was still with us uh, into the very uh, late stages of his amazing and historic life. And uh, so there are some veterans that I always, I always uh, think of on Veterans Day, but today is a little different for me. Because what I've realized this morning as I've been putting together the show is that we live in a world full of possibilities. One of these amazing and probably, in my opinion, the best of all possibilities is finding a new human connection. Uh, In my world, I have the opportunity every day almost to get somewhat deep with uh, somebody new and sometimes multiple people. This week was no different. Several people that I was able to spend dedicated time with and get to know a little bit and get to care about a little bit. And the first time I meet most of these people, it's, uh, it's you know, like most human interaction for the first time. You, you uh, may, you know, like the person and enjoy being with them, but you don't get to that big deep connection until you meet them a few more times and have more opportunities to get to know them. But uh, oftentimes, I get that opportunity where I get to know somebody really, really well. Somebody came in yesterday who has been a regular listener to my show. She's probably listening right now. And she made me laugh at a time that I really needed to laugh. Um, and, uh, and, and hopefully you know who you are. I won't say your name on air, but uh, I sure appreciate that because the morning was a little tough. Had some things going on that, uh, that got me thinking. And, uh, you know, those human interactions are just beautiful, right? When somebody comes in and just makes your day, makes you laugh, brings you up, but uh, it can be a little bit of a a flip-flop on that too, right? Because then you can make those human connections that sometimes hurt. And uh, yesterday morning, I found out that one client who I had such a pleasure to work with uh, about uh, two years ago has passed away, and she was uh, really in, in good health and doing well, and some things happened. I don't know all the details that uh, took her from us, and I was I, I she it, it's interesting. I haven't seen her in over a year, but it impacted me greatly because I recognized how much I got to care about her and how amazing of a person she is and, and how much mourning there probably is right now that she's just so recently passed. And then there's another client and she's only not quite 18 months old and just a beautiful little thing who is fighting something that the doctors say can't be cured. And I've gotten to know most of her family over the last uh, couple of months. And what a beautiful, beautiful little thing she is. And I only had to be in her presence for just a few minutes to fall deeply in love with that beautiful little face and her little spirit. And so my opening for Vitality Radio today is about human connection. And my rant is also going to dwell a little bit on that because I think it's important, not in terms of me trying to be a psychiatrist or psychologist or therapist or anything like that here on the show. I'll leave that to the people that actually have training in those fields, but mainly in the in terms of health, because what I see so often with people who I work with is that some of their deepest pains that are created physically start oftentimes with things that have been created emotionally, challenges that they've had in their lives with spouses, friends, family members, uh, 
oftentimes siblings and, uh, and, and parents, children, and so on and so forth, where there has been pain because the connection was there, the human connection was there, and then with it came loss of some sort or pain of so, some sort, uh, distrust or whatever it is. And I want to make sure that the point I get across is, is actually there, and that is that these human connections are vital to us, and they can make our lives absolutely just sheer joy in so many ways. One of those little connections that I have is with my little guy, my little five-year-old, who <laughs> did something for me yesterday that I'm still laughing and smiling about, again, on a day that I really needed something to bring me up. What a sweet, sweet little man, not even knowing what he was doing and frankly, being quite naughty when he was doing it and absolutely bringing joy to my heart and soul on, uh, on a day that, uh, that I needed that. So when things are tough, when the human connections that we have create uh, pain or sorrow for us, when we miss people who are gone, like I do this time of year especially because my dad passed right around Thanksgiving my brother who's passed uh, his birthday is the beginning of December. And so this time of year is, is always quite uh, poignant for me and, and brings up a lot of things. But when we feel those things, let's not forget why we feel those things, because we had this deep love and feeling of, of uh, joy in our hearts when we were with those people or get the opportunity to be with those people. And if those people are still here and there are rifts or uh, things that have fallen apart, I think now is a great time to try and figure out how to repair that and get that human connection back. And I hope on this Veterans Day we think about making more and deeper connections because I believe it is one of the greatest keys to our health and well-being above and beyond any vitamin that I could sell you or any food change or diet change that I could recommend. The human connection, such a powerful, powerful thing. And I, I hope you think about that a little bit and take a little bit of time to figure out how to make a new one, deepen one that you have, or maybe fix one that might be a little bit broken. And with that, I will say that I read something online that made me think maybe I should rant just a little bit. So it's time for the morning rant. Full of often confusing messages about health, let Jared be your guide through the smoke screens of corporate greed, media bias, government ineptitude, and propaganda. When you see what is really happening, you'll be ranting too. It's time to expose the hidden agendas. It's time for the truth. It's time for the vital rant. All right. I'm not going to rant too much here, but I do want to mention something that I found quite interesting. So when I'm digging around for rant material, sometimes I don't have to dig at all. Just it's right in my face. It can be on my Facebook feed. It can be something one of my clients at Vitality tells me or um, something I read in a magazine or whatever. This time, though, I didn't have one just on the tip of my tongue that I wanted to talk about. So I jumped onto NBCNews.com because, gosh darn it, they always have something. I go into their health section, and there is stuff there that needs to be <laughs> ranted on. But there was a pretty cool article, and it's something I never thought I'd ever rant about. Uh, and it had to do with binge watching. Binge watching. What I didn't. Nobody knew what that was a few years ago, right? What the heck was that? Because I remember, and I'm sure you do as well. When you had to wait every dang week for a new episode of whatever your favorite show was to come out. And then what really stunk was when you had to wait for a whole, you know, summer break or whatever for the, the first episode of the next season and so on and so forth. And now we have Netflix and Hulu and about 95 other options to stream this stuff. And in many cases, the entire season is just plop down in our lap, right? And so whether it be something, uh, you know, that's uh, a little on the... 
I don't know, a little bit of the darker side of humanity, like a Breaking Bad or a Blacklist or something like that, or maybe it be some light and fluffy comedy, or maybe it's some mysterious thing that I don't even know much about called Stranger Things that just happened. Uh, whatever it is, there are some really interesting and I would say somewhat startling statistics that go along with this. So let's talk about a couple of those. We are, as an American population, we are taking full advantage of the access we have provided by things like Netflix and Hulu. According to a survey done by the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, which I found interesting. (laughs) I don't know why they're doing this survey to figure out how people are not laboring, maybe. But anyway, the average American spends around 2.7 hours watching TV per day. Uh, We'll just round that up to three hours. Three hours a day out of 24, that's a pretty good chunk, right? That's almost 20 hours a week in total. And 361,000 of us watched all nine episodes of the second season of Stranger Things on the first day it was released. Okay, so 361,000 people made a date with their TV to watch, I think, somewhere in the neighborhood of seven to nine hours of one uh, TV show, Stranger Things. I, I, I think the episodes are 40 or 50 minutes. You'd have to correct me if I'm wrong on that. I actually did watch one uh, from the first season last year, but I didn't get past that. Anyway, uh, 361,000 people made a date to spend six, seven, eight, nine hours in front of their TV watching Stranger Things. Uh, as for the amount of binge watching we're doing, generally, a Netflix survey found that 61% of users, 61% of users watch between two and six episodes of a show in one sitting. A more recent study found that most Netflix members choose to binge watch their way through a series versus taking their time. That means finishing an entire season in one week or less. On average, shows that fall in uh, the sci-fi, horror, and thriller category are the most likely to be binged. I imagine because of the cliffhangers and things like that associated with those. And, and I think that probably the majority of people within the sound of my voice have experienced this thing where the episode comes to an end and then it's like, oh my gosh, I got to watch another one of those. I, I, I got to find out if she dies or not or, you know, whatever it is, right? So is this binge-watching thing good for us or bad for us? And I thought this was the interesting thing about this article and where I will say that so much of what's on NBCNews.com is slanted in such a way that I disagree with about 90% of it. This article was pretty cool. It was pretty balanced. They talked about why binge-watching can actually be good for you, I, I would assume. That if you're listening to me right now, you're thinking, how is that even possible? Because that's the initial thought that came to my mind. How can binge watching be good for you? And then they talk about how it can also be very bad for you. And, of course, it all comes down much to moderation like so many other things. But uh, it's interesting that another survey that Netflix did found that 73% of participants reported positive feelings associated with binge watching. And what does that mean? Well, there's a handful of reasons why this might happen. And I've talked about this particular little chemical uh, in our brain called dopamine before. But check this out. When binge-watching your favorite show, your brain is continually producing dopamine, according to studies. And your body experiences a drug-like high. Watching episode after episode of a show feels good. According to Dr. Renee Carr, uh, who is a psychologist, And uh, let's see, she says that it's due to the chemicals being released in our brain. When engaged in an activity that's enjoyable, such as binge watching, your brain produces dopamine. She explains this chemical gives the body a natural internal reward of pleasure that reinforces continued engagement in that activity. It is the brain's signal that communicates to the body. This feels good. You should keep doing this. When binge watching your favorite show, your brain is continually continually producing dopamine and your body experiences a drug-like high. You experience a pseudo-addiction to the show because you develop cravings for more dopamine. And uh, according to Dr. Carr, she also says that we uh, the process we experience while binge-watching is the same one that occurs when a drug or other type of addiction begins. The neuronal pathways that cause heroin and sex addictions are the same as the addiction to binge-watching. That doesn't sound good, right? Carr explains that your body does not discriminate against pleasure. It can become addicted to any activity or substance that consistently produces dopamine. So very interesting stuff. So how can this be good? Well, 
Again, 73% of users on Netflix that binge watch say that they feel good when they binge watch. It makes them feel better. Uh, and and so is, is that good? Well, another doctor, Dr. John Mayer, who I do not think is also the singer, uh, clinical psychologist at Doctor on Demand, whatever that is. We are all bombarded with stress from everyday living, he says. And with the nature of today's world where information floods us constantly, that stress can really uh, add up. It is hard to shut our minds down and tune out the stress and pressures. A binge can work like a steel door that blocks our brains from thinking about those constant stressors that force themselves into our thoughts. Binge watching can get up, uh, up, sorry, set up a great boundary where troubles are kept at bay. So, if a binge can act like a steel door against stress, then that's good, right? And to some degree, it probably is. You get a little dopamine, you get a little relief. Maybe your cortisol levels drop down a little bit. That's good. But have you ever felt sad after finishing a series? Mayers explains that when we finish binge watching a series, we actually mourn the loss. We often go into a state of depression because of the loss we are experiencing, he says. We call this situational depression because it is stimulated by an identifiable, tangible event. Our brain stimulation is lowered, therefore depressed, such as in other forms of depression. Now, I don't think there's anybody that hasn't experienced this with either a show or a movie, very often the third of, say, a trilogy of movies or a book, right? You finish it and you're like, oh, man, there's no more pages here. Or I got to wait for the next one. Ah. That's depressing, and it literally can be. Interesting stuff. So, is it good or is it bad? How does this binge-watching thing work? Well, they don't come to any conclusion in the article, but I have a couple of conclusions, and they're not based on any science at all. They're just based on my own human experience with this stuff. They do mention in the article something that I think is very important. If you find yourself choosing a night in with Netflix overseeing friends and family, it's a sign that this habit is headed into harmful territory, they say. In other words, those of us who decided to stay in and binge watch Stranger Things instead of heading to that Halloween party. Right, that makes sense, right? Maybe avoiding human interaction because of a binge watch is not such a good thing. That being said... Sometimes insulating ourselves from a little bit of human interaction, particularly with certain humans, can be a good thing, right? So there's still the sort of positive, negative thing. So this is what I feel about it. I feel that it's really kind of simple. In my life, if I sit down to watch an episode of TV, which I don't do very often, um, I find myself watching football. And that's mostly it. Like, I'll give you an example. There's a show that's in its fourth season now, and I started watching it. Um, hmm. I started, I got to think, four years ago, and I'm about three episodes into the fourth season. Hardly a binge watch, right? And it's a good show. I really, really like it. And I think about it on a semi-regular basis and think, ah, I ought to go turn it on and watch it. Now, I will say this, though. When I do, I almost always binge watch, binge watch to a degree where I don't watch an episode. I watch two or three or four, very rarely more than that because usually by then I'm just too sleepy. But regardless, I will do that, and I always feel like I pay the price. So, yeah, while I'm in there, well, I'm in that alternate reality. I'm feeling it. And I'm like, man, this is good because I'm not thinking about all the other stuff that's going on in my life, the real stuff that I've got to face. But at the end of it, I think, oh, now I'm tired because I didn't go to bed on time. I got to get up early tomorrow and I'm further behind because there were things I could have been doing instead of this. And so for me, the risk, I guess, or the risk is the wrong word. The benefit is not worth the risk or the lack of sleep, uh, the onset of fatigue, making my brain a little foggy the next morning. So I just don't do it very often. But more importantly, are we more concerned with what is happening in fantasy than we are in reality? Because I truly believe that TV has become a fantastic insulator from the things we really should be focusing on. A perfect example is Boyle's back down to health, the things that I talk about all the time. 
And we all kind of have our thing, right? I know a guy who's a friend of mine and uh, a, a client at Vitality who's very into politics, big time into politics. I get emails, I get Facebook posts, I get a lot of stuff from him, and he's he's immersed. I am immersed in health. I talk far more about health than I do about politics, unless the politics start to interfere with the health, which is often the case, and then I get into both. But he's on that side, and I look at him and say, good grief, calm down a little bit, right? You don't need to be constantly focused on that. You're going to drive yourself crazy. And then on my end, maybe people feel the same way. But I'll ask people questions at Vitality. I'll ask them questions like, are you familiar with something called estrogen dominance? And how many people say yes? I don't know, maybe one in 50, one in 100, not very many. Most people are like, what the heck is that? Do you know what RBST is and why you should avoid it? Most people say, nope, I don't. Now, these are people coming into a health food store, right? So they're anxiously engaged in trying to become healthier on some level, and yet they don't know these things, which in my life are kind of basic things. But why don't they know? Well, because they're not talking about it when we're binge watching, right? They're not talking about how scented candles disrupt testosterone production and make men fatter and uh, that uh, those chemicals that you breathe can actually cause cancer. They don't, we don't talk about that. You have to go out and look for that stuff, right? You have to look for that. Maybe it is the Netflix binge of, of – uh, documentary series about health. Maybe you should binge watch that a little bit, right? Get a little bit of awareness there. Uh, Did you know that we consume more calcium in America and yet have the highest rate of osteoporosis? What does that mean? And shouldn't we learn a little bit about it, particularly if you're a woman over 60 in this country, you should probably understand why that might be so that you don't become a statistic, uh, at least not the wrong statistic. And are you aware that over 20,000 people a year die in America alone every year, 20,000 people because of the normal use of over-the-counter painkillers such as ibuprofen? And yet at Costco, routinely, I see people buying a twin pack, 500 pills per bottle of ibuprofen, and it is that very product that can kill about 20,000 thousand people a year, not even from an overdose, okay? So these are statistics we probably should know. These are things that we should probably educate ourselves on. And of course, if you're listening to Vitality Radio, you are. You're educating yourself on these things, and that's great. If you're going into your health food store and you're asking questions about that, if you're jumping online and reading articles about these things, good. Make sure you're doing that because if you have a new baby at home and you're using Johnson & Johnson's No More Tears baby shampoo, you should know that it's one of the most toxic things you can put on your baby. And I know you don't want to do that, right? Of course you don't want to do that. You want to do everything you can for your baby. But marketing, marketing, marketing can get in the way and education can be kind of buried behind a, a wall of marketing, right? And so my concern here and my rant is basically this i don't have a problem with binge watching every once in a while it probably can be therapeutic on some level and i think for some people maybe better than for others depending on what your schedule is and your taste and all these things but that human interaction that i open the show with it's so important and awareness is so important so i think it all comes down to balance that very very elusive thing we call balance. Our life so often feels reminiscent of when we were younger and had our arms spread out like wings trying to balance while walking on the curb instead of the sidewalk. Remember that? Be aware, be educated, take action, but be calm because you can't do it all. Avoid it all or even be perfect at probably any of it, at least not in this life. But the awareness, the education, the action will empower you and you will feel better and you will avoid disease. There are so many things that you can do by waking up a little bit and possibly pulling away a little bit from some of these binges and perhaps binging a little bit more on the education side. So my rant boils down to this. Wake up, pay attention, and on occasion, binge watch if what you need is a break from it all. All right, that's the rant for today. I'm going to come back, and when I come back, I'm going to talk about my medicine cabinet for the winter. What do I personally have at home that I use to prevent and or take care of these 
things that come along in the winter. We're going to talk about everything from the winter blues to cold and flu to sinus infections and a whole bunch of other stuff. My winter medicine cabinet. When we come back, you're listening to me, Jared St. Clair, on Vitality Radio. After decades of helping people with their nutritional supplement needs, I have observed something that seems almost universal. People seem to have a lot of products that they have experimented with. Some might have been recommended by a blogger online, others from a magazine article, and yet another by a friend or family member. Information is coming at us at a rapid pace nowadays, and everyone has an opinion. The problem is that there is only one really big wild card in health and nutrition, and that wild card is you. I know you've heard the infomercials, seen the ads, or talked to that neighbor who has that cure-all product that can do it all for your health. The problem is that supplement doesn't exist. What's right for your neighbor isn't always right for you. At Vitality Nutrition, we've been asking the right questions for years. What I mean by this is we don't just sell supplements. We consult with our clients and ask them the key questions needed to make sure we match the right supplement to the right person. If you feel better about a team approach to your health, give us a call and one of our well-educated Vitality team members will answer your questions and help you find just what it is that you need to address your health concerns naturally. You can reach us at 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. Or drop us an email, info at vitalityradiopod.com. That's info at vitalityradiopod.com. And without further ado, I will get to you, give to you a few items that I have in my winter medicine cabinet. Now, when you own a health food store, you have access to pretty much everything. And you may already know this, but I'm just going to tell you a little secret. I don't always tell everybody, and that is... I can pretty much get anything I want in nutrition for free. It's a pretty cool perk of owning a health food store. It doesn't necessarily make up for the stress of having to pay taxes and all the other fun junk that goes along with it, but I love what I do. And one of the things that's pretty cool is that if I want to try a supplement, I can pretty much get it from one of my reps or I can get it at least at wholesale and I can give it a shot and you know see what it does for me. I also have this amazing opportunity (laughs) that comes when something comes in damaged or it goes out of date and doesn't sell to somebody or whatever, and I end up with lots of stuff at home. But I have go-to products, things that I use on a regular basis or at least on an as-needed basis that I feel have to be in my house, not just at Vitality, which is only five minutes away, but I want them at my house when I need them, especially this time of year. And that's what I want to talk about. So let's start with prevention. The flu shot, right? 42% effective this year, it says. That is if it works at all. But the CDC, the people who say that it does absolutely works, say it's only 42% effective this year because, well, they just didn't get it quite right when they guessed a year ago. And that's, you know, that's a hard guess to make. Mutations happen and all that stuff. So if it's 42% effective and you got the flu shot, you may want to consider some other things to protect yourself. And if you decided not to get the flu shot, like me, uh, then there are things you can do to protect yourself that, frankly, in my opinion, are a whole lot more than 42% effective. And one of those things is vitamin D3. It's pretty simple stuff. It's the sunshine vitamin. And right now, if you're anywhere near Salt Lake City and you look outside, the sun is a-shining. It's coming down and it's looking beautiful. Go out and spend 20 or 30 minutes in it with your sleeves rolled up and uh, get some sunshine because that's one of the best ways. Well, it is the best way to get D3. But it is wintertime and there will be inversions and there will be dark and cloudy days and there will be snow and there will be rain and there will be hail and sleet and all those other things. And the days are shorter and it's just too darn cold to get outside sometimes. And so... With that being said, supplementing vitamin D3 during the winter makes all kinds of sense, especially if you've got kids in in, uh, school, if you work in an office with a bunch of people because, let's just face it, we're in that close proximity and people are coughing and sneezing and wheezing and we're in the way and sometimes that makes us sick. So we are looking very much at what's called the flu season and... That's funny because the flu doesn't ever go away, but it does 
get prevalent this time of year because of all those things I just mentioned. So vitamin D3, my recommendation for adults this time of year in most cases is going to be between two and 5,000 units a day, uh, depending on your level of sun exposure and even your skin tone, because that makes a big difference. The darker your skin, the more you need. The lighter your skin, the less you need, because you absorb more from the sun. And then again, lifestyle plays a role as well. So if you have questions, you can call us or come in and we'll talk to you about that. But it's a big deal and it's so inexpensive. My word, you can use a great vitamin D for like two or three bucks a month. So it's uh, it makes all kinds of sense and it has a great probability of helping to prevent the flu and other viral um, invaders this time of year. If you have recently been on an antibiotic, and I'm not talking recently like last week, I'm talking recently like in the last several years, you probably should definitely, so I'm going to scratch probably, that didn't come out of my mouth, probably out, definitely use a good probiotic to boost your immune system. And there are two that, in my opinion, are just plain better than the others. And even a third one that's great for kids because it's a gummy and it tastes really good. But these are probiotics that have something in them called bacillus coagulans, which has clinically been proven to help boost your immune response to things, including influenza A, by as much as 17 times. That's big. That's really, really big. And uh, taking that's after taking it for 30 days. So I recommend a 30-day dose of bacillus coagulans. You can get it in a product called Just Thrive, which is amazing. Back on Tract, which if you have any kind of digestive issues is even better. Or the little gummies uh, that are made by uh, Nordic Naturals or Rainbow Light both work and they taste great. And uh, Another thing that is, again, going into the season right now and preferably a month ago, you should have been doing these. So let's get on those right now. But what if something happens? What if you get the sniffles? What if you get a sinus infection? What if you're chronic with sinus infections? Because chronic sinus infections are a big deal. And I talked a few weeks ago on Vitality Radio about how they're being treated by antibiotics. And that's dumb. Okay, I mean, it really is dumb because the vast majority of them aren't bacterial. They're viral. And then when they become chronic, they're oftentimes fungal. And guess what? Antibiotics don't kill that stuff, right? They kill bacteria. But you know why people get antibiotics? Because they get a sinus infection and they get better during a 10-day run of the antibiotic and they think the antibiotic killed the sinus infection. But guess what? The vast majority of sinus infections, and this is not according to me, this is according to government health studies and statistics, the people I often disagree with, but I agree fully with here, they get better in 10 days anyway, with or without an antibiotic. And yet, if you do an antibiotic, what happens? You start oftentimes that vicious cycle. And it's not just sinus infections. It's ear infections. It's strep. It's, uh, and again, strep is bacterial, okay? So don't think it's not. Ear infections can also be bacterial. Some sinus infections are. So I'm not saying that we're, we're treating these inappropriately with antibiotics in every case. But what I am saying is if we're treating with antibiotics, even if they're bacterial, the vicious cycle can begin. Oh, UTIs, that's another fun one. Those types of infections become uh, chronic, in my opinion, by and large, due to the fact that we treat them with antibiotics and we kill off our best defense against them in the first place, which is the good bacteria that boosts and bolsters our immune system. And so what do we do? Well, if you're going to go the antibiotic route, and I'm not your doctor, so I can't tell you not to, but if you're going to go that way, then you absolutely need to be on a product called Just Thrive because it is the best, the best probiotic in the world. I, I will say that and Till somebody proves me wrong, I absolutely love this stuff. It is not inexpensive to use. It's, it's something you take just one a day, which is nice. It's totally shelf-stable. You don't have to refrigerate it, which is nice. In fact, you can heat it up to almost 400 degrees, and it won't die. And you can take it in the same dose as your antibiotic, and the antibiotic won't kill it because these are totally unique probiotics. But what they do is they help to boost all the good guys in the gut, all of them. They help to get you back to the point where you can break the flipping cycle of infection. So if you're one who gets a sinus infection every single year, man, I hear that so often, or three or four times a year, I hear that too, or it's a urinary tract infection or whatever it is, I don't care. doesn't matter. You've got to get your immune system response up, and most of that happens in the gut, and I believe 
everybody should be taking Just Thrive for at least 30 days this time of year. It is truly amazing stuff, and I've seen it change people's lives. Now, what if you've got one and you're trying to knock it out? Just Thrive won't fix it. It won't. It's not fast enough. But you can get it with things that work really, really well naturally that have similar benefits with less negative to antibiotics. And one of those things that I've seen such great results with that people just absolutely love is colloidal silver. And it gets a bad rap. There's a guy that's blue that goes around saying, yeah, I take colloidal silver and I never get sick and I'm blue. And it's ridiculous. The guy basically drinks a gallon a day and bathes in the stuff. And yeah, that's not smart. But in moderation, colloidal silver can be extremely effective. And one of the things I've found it's great for, maybe better than anything, is as a nasal spray. It works wonders for a lot of people. I really, really like it. And it's much more wide ranging in what it can do than an antibiotic. So we're not just talking about bacterial things. Absolutely love colloidal silver as a nasal spray. What if you get sick and it goes to your lungs? There's a Chinese formula out there. It's called Clear Lungs. It's been here in the States for about 30 years, maybe longer, but at least 30 years. But it's been over in China for at least, we can document back, I think, about 500 years, and odds are much longer than that. And it is, I don't even understand how it works. I'll just be honest with you. I mean, I kind of do. I get the gist of it. But it is amazing. (laughs) It's a bunch of herbs you've never heard of for the most part. And there's not any one of those herbs that has uh, – there, there's a ton of in there. It's just a bunch of herbs, about 10 of them. And they're all in there at about the same percentage. And people come in routinely every single winter and tell me this stuff is amazing. I used to get pneumonia all the time. I used to get bronchitis all the time. I used to get a head cold and then it turned into a lung thing. And I would be sick and I'd be on antibiotics and yada, yada, yada. I'd hear it all the time. And guess what? Clear lungs. Clear Lungs works. It works really, really well. So if it goes to your lungs, that's one you ought to very much consider having on hand and possibly even taking daily during this season just to make sure you're keeping stuff out of the way. What if you're concerned about viral things specifically? You're doing your vitamin D3. You're taking your probiotic particularly that Just Thrive I talked about, and you're thinking, well, I want a little extra protection. What do I do? Well, then how about elderberry? Because elderberry has some great clinical evidence as a specific antiviral. Really, really great stuff. And guess what? It even tastes good. You can get it in a syrup that tastes good. Your kids will take it. And it's really, really wonderful. I love, love elderberry. Great stuff. I have it in my house all the time. And there's one called Well Child that's an elderberry compound, a liquid for kids specifically that they'll take because it tastes delicious and you can use it daily preventatively or you can use it uh, at the point of attack, so to speak, and see if you can help get your immune system up when you need it most. There are other things and something that I really want to talk about that I'm so excited about and I'll just tell you I have had no experience with yet because it just came into Vitality, but it's called Nightwell. I've been talking for years about how we need something as an alternative to stuff like NyQuil because NyQuil is just loaded with, ugh, I mean, it really is. But listen, if you've used this stuff and you feel like garbage and you can't sleep because your cough won't stop or your throat hurts too bad or whatever, you take the stuff and it can be a knockout punch, right? And then you sleep and you think, this is good for me because I'm sleeping. And that is true because sleep is one of your best allies when you're trying to boost your immune system. Absolutely, but good heavens, NyQuil has 98 things in it that are horrible (laughs) for you, right? And yeah, I get it. It, There's some plus minus there. And sometimes you take it because you're like, I got to sleep and I don't care what's in this stuff. I get that. But that being said, there is something new and I have high hopes for it and I really want you to tell me if it's any good. I'm going to take some home, and the next time I need it, I'm going to use it, but it's called Nightwell, and it's an immune-enhancing, all-natural formula designed to help you sleep deeper when you're sick and make you feel better when you wake up and help you fight the whatever it is that's got you down in the meantime. And for Vitality Radio listeners only, this is brand new. We have a bunch 
bunch of vitality. Uh, come in and try it for 25% off and let me know if it's good. And if it isn't, you don't like it, it's not working, whatever, I'll take it back. I want just to know if this stuff works. So come in and give it a shot. It's called Nightwell. It's not very expensive to begin with. And I'm really excited about it, but we literally got it this week. Now, who knows about Emergency? When I was a kid growing up in a health food store, there was this product called Emergency, Emergen-C. Now it's everywhere. Back then it was only in health food stores, and people thought it was weird that you'd tear off this little packet pouch and dump it in the water, and it would fizz, and you'd drink it, and it didn't taste that good, blah, blah, blah. Now it tastes pretty good. They've really improved the flavor, and it's at Costco and Walmart and Walgreens. And I mean, if, if there's a place that sells anything having to do with a vitamin, you can find emergency, and it's usually right next to Airborne, which is sort of the, the newer version of that. But there was a guy, there was a guy who started that company, the company called Alicer Corp, who had a vision and a belief that not all vitamin C was created equal, and he was right. He used something called a blend of a mineral ascorbates, and that particular vitamin C is amazing because it's non-acidic. It's more balancing to your blood acid levels and your, your, uh, your uh, fluid levels as far as acidity and alkalinity becomes, which is important because when you're in an alkaline environment, viruses and bacteria don't do well. Okay, so that's important. That's one thing. But also, the absorption and utilization is about 40% better than regular old acidic ascorbic acid stuff. So that's important. But also, okay, there's more. You can take a lot more of it. And what we do know clinically is that if you are sick, you can absorb about five times as much vitamin C and maybe as much as 10 times as much vitamin C as when you are well. So when you're sick, you need more of it. And so now that one packet a day thing isn't one a day. It might be three or four or five or six a day for a lot of people. It certainly is for me. But then something happened. Alistair, I don't know. First off, the guy that owned it, I can't even think of his name now. He died. I don't know who he left it to. But they changed the formula. They wanted it to taste better. I think they wanted to improve their profit margins, and they got rid of mineral ascorbates and put a regular vitamin C in there. And that stinks. And they did it without saying a word. Like, maybe nobody will notice. Ugh. Well, I noticed, and I dropped the stuff because it's not any good anymore. It's, I mean, it's okay. It's still vitamin C. That's fine if you want to take it. But then something even worse happened. They sold out to Pfizer. Pfizer, of all people, come on. Are you being serious? What's with these drug companies buying up vitamin companies and just beating the heck out of them? Because that's what happened. Now we have a genetically modified vitamin C powder that isn't any close to anywhere close to the stuff that I had when I was a kid. It doesn't work as well. It's cheaper. Yeah, because they've got a seven trillion count box over at Costco for a nickel. But the stuff isn't any good anymore. I don't like the product at all. In fact, to the point where I finally, like I said, stopped carrying the stuff because it's just, it ain't what it used to be. So then a new one came out and I liked it better, but it was still just kind of okay. And now I found out not even a year ago about something new that I'm so excited to tell you about. It's called Inner C. So instead of Emergen-C, it's Inner C, E-N-E-R-C. And it's legit, man. It's the real thing. It's non-genetically modified, okay? It is mineral ascorbates, the real thing. It's just like the stuff that I used to take when I was a little guy. And my parents would say, take this disgusting stuff and put it in your mouth because it's good for you. But it, was, it, it wasn't really disgusting back then, but it wasn't that good. The inner sea's great. It tastes good. They really nailed it. It tastes good. It's the right stuff. It really works. And it's not expensive. You get 30 packs for like 15 bucks. And we have about six flavors. And I love it. I'm taking it every day again. I used to take emergency every day for years and years and years. And then it became something cruddy. And that's why I didn't take it anymore. And now I'm so excited because I can take it every day again. But now I take inner C. And if you're taking emergency, please consider the switch. It is better, truly better, made by people that actually care about your health, not Pfizer, and you're supporting a little company that does great things instead of a giant company that does terrible things. So absolutely check out Inner Sea. 
great, great stuff. A couple more things in the medicine cabinet, and then I'm going to cut to a break and come back with a a little wrap-up and a little challenge for you. So uh, stay tuned for that. Olive leaf extract. Have you ever heard of it? Maybe. You've certainly heard of olives, right? And olive leaves and olive trees. And olives are interesting because olive trees. I went to Jerusalem a couple years ago. What a cool thing. And I saw olive trees that were like 1,200 years old. Man, they've seen some stuff, right? In fact, I went to the Garden of Gethsemane when I was there. And we saw, we saw some olive trees that were just gnarly, like literally gnarly. And they were amazing and they were old and olive trees have some real power to them and olive leaf in particular has something in it that has now been coined delinolate and it's very cool it has some antiviral properties some antifungal properties some antibacterial properties and it is excellent excellent stuff as a first line of defense against just about anything like that it is also great if you're dealing with things like candida yeast infections and things like that it's called delinolate it comes from the olive tree which in and of itself is an amazing thing one of my favorite things to have on hand uh, if you're trying to fight stuff or even prevent stuff this cold and flu season and then one that i love that's even more intense than olive leaf is oregano. But oreganol is specifically is the stuff I'm in love with. Oreganol, that's O-L, so it's oregano with an L on the end. It's a pre-diluted oil. It's oregano oil in olive oil, but it's a specific type of oil that is harvested and extracted differently than the other oils. comes only from the Mediterranean. Um, uh, boy, Talon, you just scared me. You literally scared me. Talon's behind the glass, and he says, 10 minutes. <laughs> and I jumped. I must be on edge talking about oregano, but it's okay. Anyway, I'm going to take some B vitamins. I'll de-stress. It'll be fine. Okay, so back to oregano. Um, we have apparently just under 10 minutes left. Oregano is amazing. This stuff, it, it's intense, okay? It comes in a liquid form, comes in a capsule form. But it's great. And I know I'm just rattling through this stuff. It's almost as if I'm at my place looking through my medicine cabinet and just telling you all the stuff that's in there. And believe me, this isn't all the stuff that's in there. But these are the things that are my go-tos. Uh, oregano for everything from, um, from uh, mouth issues. Uh, like dental issues, to gut issues, to yeast issues, to cold and flu stuff. Amazing. I'm not going into great depth of how to use all this stuff here. I just want to just give you the list and then the stuff that, uh, you know, uh, piques your interest, come and talk to us at Vitality Nutrition, and we'll tell you all about it. Uh, call us, 801-292-6662. Uh, come by 107 South, 500 West. If you're one of our VIPs, you've got one of our VIP bags. First off, if you're not a VIP, come in anyway today, and we'll give you 20% off any one item of your choice. We have a bunch of stuff on sale for 30 to 75% off for anybody. But if you're a VIP, you can fill your bag uh, at 20% off just about anything in the store. And we'd love to see you. We're open from 10 until 7 today, Veterans Day uh, 2017. Okay, so there's Jared's medicine cabinet. I told you about the preventative stuff. I told you about the stuff to take when you're not feeling well. And I'm going to tell you about one other thing, my favorite thing, and I can't even if you wanted it, I couldn't even give it to you right now. But I need to share this with you because it's important. It's called Get Well, Stay Well. And it has olive leaf, and it has oregano, and it has the vitamin C, and it has all kinds of amazing things in it, and people love it. It's my number one selling product this time of year. And guess what? I sold the last bottle yesterday. We're having a little bit of production issue with it. We're supposed to get it back in in about eight or nine days. So that's one you got to have. But if you want it, be patient with us. Should have it around the 20th, 22nd of this month is what they're telling me. So that's our goal. Uh, so if you're thinking, hey, I'm going to run down there and get some Get Well, Stay Well, uh, sorry. But if you are dealing with something that you would normally use Get Well, Stay Well for, we have some excellent alternatives, and I just rattled off a bunch of them for you. I'm going to cut to a break. When I come back, I'm going to have about six minutes left, and I'm going to present to you a simple little challenge that I'm doing myself, and uh, I think you're going to like it. It's pretty cool. That's what we'll talk about when we come back. My name's Jared St. Clair, and this is Vitality Radio. Insurgent Sports Nutrition is a brand new sports supplement company with a unique philosophy, refuse to conform. In the sports nutrition industry, one company starts something and has some success and everyone else tends to follow their lead. What you end up with is a bunch of Me Too products 
that don't add up to anything special. What you typically see on the market are formulas with all kinds of ingredients that look good on the label, but do very little to advance your training and performance. At Insurgents, our motto is, everything you need, nothing you don't. While many brands put the right ingredients in a product, most don't put the right dose. There are clinical trials for a reason, to prove not only if an ingredient works, but also how much of that ingredient it takes to provide the desired effect. At Insurgents, we won't add an ingredient to a formula unless we can add the clinically effective dose. Our first formula is our Insurgents pre-workout. Pre-workouts nowadays are a dime a dozen. They even sell them at the big box stores. The vast majority of pre-workouts on the market are overdosed on caffeine and other stimulants and underdosed on the stuff that actually increases your performance. Insurgents pre-workout has all of the most critical ingredients to improve endurance, strength, energy, and without the crash that comes with a mega dose of stimulants. Insurgents pre-workout comes with or without caffeine and has no additional stimulants. If you want a truly effective, hype-free pre-workout that tastes great, is free of artificial colors, and absolutely does the job, refuse to conform and join the Insurgents. For more information about Insurgents pre-workout, call Vitality Nutrition, 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. Come see us in Bountiful. If you're not close to Bountiful, Give us a call on the phone, but otherwise, come by and see us. I love to meet the people that are willing to give me just even a minute uh, to talk to them on the radio each week. Come see us at 107 South, 500 West, Vitality Nutrition and Bountiful. We've been there for 40 years serving you, and we sure love and appreciate the time you give us and the effort you put into making you and your family healthier. Thank you for listening to Vitality Radio. If you like what you hear, go tell somebody. You've been listening to me, Jared St. Clair, and this has been Vitality Radio. You've been listening to the Vitality Radio podcast. Enjoy your week. In the meantime, Jared will be feverishly searching for the latest nutrition info to educate you on and wading into mounds of propaganda to help steer you through it. Vitality Radio is researched and written by Jared St. Clair, produced by Elizabeth Joy Windham, with very limited help from Jared. Our awesome music is by Brian Bob Young. Support Vitality Radio by subscribing and giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or your favorite podcast source. Don't forget to follow us at Vitality Radio on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Please let us know your thoughts about this episode by using the hashtag Vitality Radio Podcast. And if you like what you hear, go tell somebody with a share, a screenshot, or an airdrop. Thank you. Hello, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Vitality Radio. Just a reminder that this podcast is for educational purposes only. This podcast has not been evaluated by the FDA. This podcast is provided with the understanding that the information shared is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This podcast is not a substitute for professional care by a medical professional. Thank you.